I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. And welcome to episode 23 of the Canto Bite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Just sitting here in my porg blanket reflecting on 2017. That's right. We are recording this actually on New Year's Eve, because neither of us have lives. So... (laughs) That's just what we do. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Hell yeah. Now, we are going to talk a little bit. We're going to do like a sort of 2017 recap. But you have a stuffed animal update, and that's very important. I know. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's a pretty big deal. So... um you know, for Christmas, well, first off, I hope everyone had a great Christmas. I got the animatronic pork. I love the animatronic pork. It is so soft. It was really funny because on Christmas Day, um, you know, like it, we're sitting on the couch and we start handing presents to each other. And I message to my friends and say, oh, like, I don't think I got any porks for Christmas. And then I'm like touching a present and I hear, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! And then I open it up, and it's an okay. animatronic pork. Okay, okay. Go to Twitter. Do you follow? Do you follow Dom on Twitter? The Gatsby. Yeah, because he just posted his friend's tattoo, and you need to look at it. <laughs> oh my god! okay so it it says hope and then where the o is supposed to be it's a porg (laughs) it's really like it's a really well done porg too it is i just think it's funny that just it's like hope funny like oh my god it's a, it's a nice porg. Like I I love the little feet. I love their little feet. But yeah, hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think hope is the first thing I think of when I see a porg. I know it's really it's interesting because obviously like the hope thing in Star Wars it's such like a like the the beautiful like the like Rogue One and some. But I don't know if if porg is would be my first like thought with that. But it's tr- fucking amazing. It is. That's funny. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So yes, animatronic porg. Animatronic what, porg. What what did you name it? I'm stuck on two names. Um Gerald 
And Emily Porglin the second. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Amanda Ward uh, was scolding me on Twitter the other day and decided that my middle name was Porg. So. And I think I commented and said I'm naming my next Porg, Emily Porglin the second. But. But well, here's the thing, though, is that I got two other Porgs. I finally got the Toys R Us Porgs. Like there was like a little mini one, and then there was like the big one. How big is the big one? It's um, it's like a little less than a foot tall. Okay, I don't think I've seen that one. They used to have them at Toys R Us's, I think, because I remember going on the Toys R Us website and seeing both of those. But I found them on Amazon, almost cheap, because dude. If, don't buy porgs on Amazon right now because they're just so expensive. It's like $50 for like the very first porg that I got because there's like no more left. Like we're we're getting to the point where we're going to not see a lot of these porgs anymore. Like I was uh I was in the mall, one of like the big malls in San Diego the other night with Rusty walking around looking for porgs and uh it's just cuz, you know, there were no porgs. They were like, oh, we ran out like two weeks ago. Like they're a really big hit. And so people were like, we don't know why. And I'm like, well, obviously it's because there was just a Star Wars movie that came out and there are these cute little birds and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And, but most importantly today, I went to the mall because um, I had to get my eyebrows waxed and my mom wanted to get a pedicure. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go walk around the mall. And I went to the Disney store and I found myself a beautiful father. Aww. It is so cute. I named him Pablo Hidalgo because, you know, the horse Hidalgo and Pablo Hidalgo, you know, him and Dave Filoni are good friends. But... It's really interesting because this thing's really tall. Like it's a it's about a foot tall too, but the legs are really long. And it has a little saddle and its belly is really soft. But another an interesting thing is that the tag, I know that this is new because the tag won't it's like open. Cause you know how like the tags, like the foldy tags, and if like it's just it's hard to explain. It's like the tags like still like wide, like wide open, because I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I can. I know that this is new because of the tag, because the tag looks really new, and I can't like fully close it all the way. But um, it's really cute, though. Like the ears are really cute, but there were only like two of them left, so I grabbed it, and I was really happy. And the people at the Disney store were looking at me like I was psycho, which I am. But you know what? At least they know. And has a cute little tail. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what else. Um, the feet are really cute. It has like really sturdy legs because I know after a while, the stuffed animals, when you like play with them or have them for so long, the legs start getting a little damp or a little mm-hmm. like bent. But these legs are really sturdy. Like I used to own a lot of stuffed animals and this is a really like, this is really nice. Like this isn't some kind of animal that you'd like win at the fair or something. Like this is like good quality. Good quality content right here. 10 out of 10. Britney Stuffed Animal Reviews. A new segment on the Canto Bite Dispatch. But no, like, this is like a beautifully made stuffed animal. Like, I really love this. Like, this is beautiful. It's way taller than my cat. Like, I put it next to my cat today <laughs> for uh, just like size comparison here. I don't know if I sent you that picture. I'll send it to you right now. But yeah, it's funny. 
my cat was like not amused he's like why what is this thing why is it next to me but yeah Ugh, I'll send it to you later. But, yeah, I, I love it. It's a beautiful horse. Beautiful father space horse. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you found one. Me too. I love it. It's a beautiful creature. Oh, then I, I posted a picture of my pork riding the father, and it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was a very cute one. <laughs> Oh, but Emily, did you have a good Christmas? I did. I didn't. I didn't really do anything. Um, I skyped with my parents. Um, <laughs> both that, both of my parents, and also my little brother had like a really terrible like stomach bug on Christmas. Aww. So it, it turns out like I probably made the right decision in not going home. But no, I had a good time. I got some Star Wars stuff. That's good. Um, I got a cool Princess Leia t-shirt that says self-rescuing princess that I really like. And I got some little Star Wars, like, uh, like mini little Tupperware type things, like good, like snack size. Oh, wow. Um... And they are The Last Jedi. And one of them has BB-9E on it. <laughs> and BB-8 on the other side. And one has the good guys and one has the bad guys. <laughs> it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty cute. And I got um, a little R2-D2 lip smackers. Oh, nice. Which made me happy. First of all, I just like the fact that they still make lip smackers because that's stuff I used like in elementary school. That was all the rage because they made flavors like Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. I remember those. But they still make them and they make cute little Star Wars ones. Yeah, your cat looks decidedly <laughs> unimpressed by the father. He's just always like unimpressed in general. Like he's the kind of cat he doesn't. He doesn't. You know how cats? You know they play with like little toy mice and everything. And my cat likes it. Like you know how you get something with like tin foil on it. Like let's say you go somewhere with Mexican food and they wrap it with tin foil. Yeah, he likes it where like you just full up the tin foil like a little ball and throw it, and he'll play with that for hours. Or like the little like things that if you get shoes online, like little things they put inside the shoes. He likes those, but he he's a pretty strange cat. Like he doesn't really like a lot of things. He likes to lay down in my dad's jackets. He doesn't like fathers, obviously. <laughs> but. I mean, besides besides animatronic pork, did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was okay. Um, you know, just with family stuff. I got a lot of Star Wars and Disney stuff. I, I got a year pass to Disneyland. Nice. So that was fun. So my brother and I will be head up to Disneyland every now and then, hopefully. And I'm trying to think what else I got. Porg, um, a Disney gift card. Oh, God, just a bunch of gift cards. Oh, a new iPad, too. Oh, nice. Very nice. I know I needed one of those. My dad was like, all right, if I get you an iPad, I get your old one. 
So we made a nice <laughs> we made a nice trade. So he's been playing with his his new iPad for the past couple of days. That's been fun to watch. And yeah, my sister was in town too. And that was fun. But um and she left, which is sad because my parents always get sad when she leaves. I oh. don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm No, because she comes down a lot. Like, she's coming back down in, um, in a couple weeks, so we'll see her. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it was good. I mean, fun little Christmas, you know? Like, it's really funny because my my parents are always, like, talking about the podcast, like, with everyone. Like, they're like, oh, like, Brittany has a podcast. Brittany has a podcast. And finally, like one of my cousins, or not finally, but like one of my cousins texted me like after Christmas and she was like, hey, what was your podcast called again? I want to listen to it. And I was like, oh, it's called Canto Bite Dispatch. I'm like, you know, if you don't get it, that's okay. Because another cousin listened to it and he said that we cursed a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I think the truth is I curse a lot, but... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I I I curse a lot too. And when when you get me going, like I'm like fuck this, fuck that. But no, like my other cousin, like she really enjoyed it. She she really she really liked us. So thanks, Regina. Ten out of ten would recommend this podcast. Thank you. That's good. I don't want anybody in my family to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, like I have some cousins who follow me on Twitter and every once in a while I'm just like, oh, that's, that's weird. I mean, I guess my, I mean, my dad follows me on Twitter too. Really? I want to follow your dad. He's, he doesn't tweet <laughs> and I don't even know how often he reads it, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to like follow family on Twitter too. And it's funny because like sometimes they comment on my stuff. I don't like, oh, uh, you know, like. You know, we live in Star Wars Twitter, so it's really funny when to pick people from like other worlds of Twitter. You know, like family, like come out and your stuff too. It's like you know, worlds colliding in a way. Yeah, and then sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, I, I mean, look if <clears throat> if they're still following me, it's their own fault. I figure. <laughs> But every once in a while, what I've sent, like when I've been talking about like Mendo or stuff like that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's. That's weird. <laughs> I saw the other day that you posted an article that was called like how to fuck good or something. Oh, that was it's oh, that's from Clickhole though. That's the, like the um the one of the the parody sites from the Onion. <laughs> I read that. And it's funny. It's a really hilarious article. <laughs> but Oh, good times. But uh, I'm glad that you had a good Christmas. I'm glad. Are you still? Because I know last week you're a little sick. Are you feeling better? Um, I'm I'm not feeling as bad anymore, but I'm still like a little congested and coughing a bit. Yeah, same. I feel like I'm like blowing my nose every 20 minutes, but and coughing every now and then, too. I didn't cough a lot. Like I was like really sick, like Christmas, like after Christmas, too, because I remember like what I like, I would go to work, sleep, eat dinner with my family, then go back to sleep. Like I would just eat, sleep, and work for like three days. But I'm great. Ten? Nah, I'm okay. I'm about like 80 percent now. Okay, that's good. <sighs> but we've had we've had a little bit of Star Wars news, which is actually pretty surprising since it's the week between um, Christmas and New Year. 
but we know that John Williams is going to be doing not the whole score for Solo, but he is going to be doing the theme. Hell yeah. Now, you are a big John Williams fan, so are you excited about that? I'm excited and a little bit worried. I, you know, I love John Williams. Like, I... I love all the Star Wars soundtracks. Like I have the one, the last shit I want in my car right now. So literally like I'm driving to work, like crying and then getting out and being like, all right, I have to pull myself together. Cause like this music's beautiful, but I'm only a little bit worried because they're having to bring in someone to do a theme and then another composer to have to follow that. So I'm just really afraid that John Williams's theme is going to be so good. And I don't know who I, I forgot who was composing uh- it. Uh, John Powell, he did um, the Born. He did the Born movies, or at least he did. Um, no, I think he did all of them, or at least several of them. He did the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Um, it looks mm-hmm. like Kung Fu Panda, Rio, um. Happy Feet 2. I don't know. I can't see if he did the first one. Yeah, he did Happy Happy Feet. He did... Oh, he did the bad X-Men movie. (laughs) But, I mean, the the music's not the problem in that. No, never. I don't know. I think it'll still be good, though. Like, I thought that Rogue One had good music. I'm finding a lot that... They're kind of recycling from old themes, like, you know, which is fine, but it's really funny because I have the Force Awakens soundtrack. I'm like listening to the soundtrack and then you hear like the trench run from A New Hope and then you hear, you know, Luke and Leia's theme and then you hear, you know, Leia and Ha's theme. It's really interesting, like how they just like beautifully recycle, you know, different sympathies and and their soundtracks. But um, I don't know, like. I feel bad because this movie's been getting like a lot of hate lately. Not The Last Jedi, but Solo. Like people are like, "Fuck Solo! This movie's gonna be shit." And it's like, no, it's gonna come out in May, and then two weeks before, you're gonna be tweeting, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for Solo! I've been waiting so long for this." And like right now, like like people are like, "Oh my god, I, this is gonna be awful." Well, like, no. I think it's just because we haven't we haven't seen anything yet. That's true, and because of the whole like director fiasco and because like this movie is such a different from what we know it's such a different animal than the other movies i mean i don't know like i'm honestly like i'm at zero level excitement for solo but i feel like that that trailer needs to come out like next month and get me excited because i just i need to see something because it's a movie that I don't particularly, it's not a story I wanted. So I need the trailer to make me want to hear this story. Yeah, I almost feel like I, I, I'm not, it's not that I'm easy to please, but I'm just really happy that we're getting another Star Wars so soon. Like, I, it's almost like overwhelming, but in a good way, because I hear like they're already selling uh, solo merch at Disney. So 
that's when you know that something's probably going to come out soon or that we're going to get a trailer. Like there are those pictures that looked fake, but they're probably real. But everyone's saying they're not and they're saying they are. But I don't know. I I have high hopes for this. Like I know that this probably isn't going to be my favorite Star Wars, or like the best Star Wars movie, but it's going to be like an enjoyable experience. Like I I want to get like Indiana Jones vibes from this because mm-hmm. I love those movies. Like I grew up going on road trips and watching Star Wars and Indiana Jones and every time I'm at Disneyland and I hear the Indiana Jones theme, I get really happy. Well, even just yeah, I just love and getting there again with John Williams is beautiful themes for songs. So I'm excited for, you know, going back to John Williams. I'm excited that we're going to get like a cool Han Solo theme. Yeah, I do. I do wonder like what the music's going to be like for this movie. Probably possibly because we don't, are we still not really clear on what the vibe of this movie is? Like how much of like a buddy comedy it is and how much of a Star Wars movie it is. So it's it's hard to imagine what the music's going to be like. I see this being like a space western. But I don't know. I was watching Magnificent Seven last night. The new one. And I was thinking, oh, like maybe Solo might not like be exactly like this, but kind of like western feel or something. Like that. that'll be fun seeing Han and Lando together because... There was, because you know what picture I'm talking about. The like, there was this like leaked picture. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, and it, from from what it sounds like, from everything that like Jason Ward and those people have said, and I I trust their news. Yeah, me too. Which is, look, whether it's an actual poster or not is not the question. The 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 assets that were used, like the actual pictures themselves, are real. And I, I would tend to believe that because they don't, I mean, they certainly don't look photoshopped at all. I mean, at least, I mean, they look photoshopped all to hell, but they don't look yeah. like fan-made bad photoshops. They look like something that came from actual promotional photos. And I do not like them at all, quite frankly. But I know, like... I totally believe, like, all, like, our sources or our friends that are sources that, you know, found this. But, like, to me, like, it just looked like just Photoshopped together. But I, I don't know. Like, I know that this is real, but it just, like, it just looked, like, weird in a way. But the one... Dude, Lando looks good. Yeah. Look, like, oh, my God. Lando is the one thing I have faith in in this movie, is that the Glover is going to be perfect. He's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to be really good. It's the rest of the movie where I'm like, I don't know. But again, like this is why I need a trailer. Like, now that The Last Jedi is, you know, a couple weeks gone, I didn't want the Han Solo trailer to, like, interfere with my The Last Jedi excitement. But now I'm like, okay, I need a trailer in the next few weeks. <laughs> We're addicted to Star Wars. We need more of it or else we'll go into withdrawal. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, The Last Jedi passed a billion dollars. Yay! So, I mean, basically, suck it. It's a successful movie. 
I hate seeing all those articles that are like, this movie's a flop. This movie was awful. Oh, my God. Everyone did bad. No, you did bad, and you're awful, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's it's these people who, like, can't even comprehend that somebody would like this movie, where I'm just like, how far up are you your own ass that you can't even imagine somebody liking a movie that you didn't like? Like, oh... Like people like tweeting Jason Ward telling him he's like a Disney shill <laughs> because he's saying that he likes the movie. I'm like, no, people like this movie. Just like let them like it. I fucking love this movie. Are people just like not allowed to like things? Because I feel like it it's just so dangerous to like go on Twitter and be like, I like something. And this asshole is gonna come back and be like why do you like this thing? You're awful. You're terrible. This thing was awful. How dare you like this? But, you know, you fuck those people. But still, it's like, I don't... What motivates these people they, to be dicks? They're d- d- deeply, deeply unhappy. And they're super insecure. And they want everybody to be as miserable as they are. Fuck those guys. Yeah. need... I mean, basically, I just want more. I just want more like positivity. Like, I think that's kind of you know, like we're gonna go into like little Star Wars New Year's resolutions. But I just want po- more positivity in the Star Wars community. Yeah, like, look, I don't, I, and that's not saying that people can't like critique this movie or the yeah, other movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop being a fucking dick bag about it. Yeah, it's it's been hard for me to see like my friends getting attacked and people just being dicks for no reason. Like it's, it's really sad. Like this movie did wonderful things for people. And I understand like, if you didn't like this movie, like that's okay. Like that's you, but don't shit on people for liking something you don't like. Like that's not okay. But I, I don't even think we're talking to anyone, any of our listeners. No, <laughs> Cause I, I mean, know. Anyway. I would, I would think not at this point because I think those people, um, our, our opinions are pretty um, much the opposite of theirs and they would have tuned out already. But eh, you never know. Maybe we have some haters that like, I'm no, kidding. <laughs> I doubt it. Pe- we're, we're nice people. I mean, there are there are people who follow the podcast on Twitter who have me blocked personally on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, I saw that you've tweeted that. That's funny. I know. Like, I went on, like, a deleting spree, just, like, delete or just, like, unfollowing people that don't follow me. But it's just so funny how, like, petty people are. Yeah. It's, like, look, I've unfollowed people on Twitter for some pretty, like, petty shit. But what I don't do is feel the need to tell them that I'm unfollowing them. (laughs) Because... I mean, why would they fucking care? <laughs> I'm just going to tweet you right now. But Emily, I'm unfollowing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of reasons to unfollow people, Brittany still hasn't seen him up at Christmas Carol. God damn it. I was going to watch it today, but I had a bunch of errands to run. But I promise next episode, I'm going to do a review of a Muppet's Christmas Carol. And then next week, after that, I'm going to do a review of Labyrinth, 
with David Bowie's type pants. Oh my god, they're so beautiful. I cannot wait. I might need like a Drake or two for that movie, but I'm, no, I'm pretty it's excited. Really good. For Labyrinth is good. I'm excited for the Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol, though. Like I'm down to see some Kermit the Frog. I love Kermit the Frog. Me too. I want Kermit the Frog, Frog to be in every movie. What kind of character do you think he would be in Star well, Wars? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing about the Muppets are within the world of the Muppets. Like the Muppets are are entertainers and actors. Like that was the whole conceit of the Muppet Show and Muppets Tonight. So I would love to see just Kermit the Frog just like playing a character. Like so he's he's just like like a normal actor would, except this actor is Kermit the Frog. He could just be some Maybe that was him and <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that was him and Yoda. Maybe that was oh Kermit the Frog and Yoda. <laughs> I love Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog is my favorite person. I know that Miss Piggy is there. Like, there's Miss Piggy. There's Kermit the Frog. And I don't know the names of anyone else. You don't know the names of anyone else? No, you know, you'll probably tell me and I'll be like, oh, yeah, like that sounds familiar. But I sincerely like right now for the life of me cannot name any more Muppets. Have you not even seen like the old Muppet episodes that that like Mark Hamill and people were on? No, a lot of Star Wars stuff back in the day. I mean, you can find it all on YouTube. I'll have really a deep dive on that after watching the Christmas Carol. But I like, you know, like I said last week, I never got into the Muppets as a kid. Like that was never my thing. Like I was really into, you know, like Barney and Blue's Clues and other, you know, really kids like stuff. But I never got into those like those puppets. I don't know why. Like I was into like a big guy in a costume. But I I guess I've always been into like people in costumes because I've always loved going like to Disneyland and getting I was always good with like Mickey Mouse and shit. So, yeah, <laughs> it just makes me makes me very sad. I know. I love him so much. I'm glad you do. I think my news resolution is to disappoint you less. <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to keep disappointing you. Like I, I'm gonna be a better person. I'll, I'll set my expectations a little bit lower. Ah, thank you. Bless you. But, um, I guess. Yeah, to that. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Um, <laughs> before we get into 2018, <laughs> before we get into 2018, a lot of stuff happened in 2017. In, in, well, first of all, yes, in the world, but we're not going to talk about that. But within the Star Wars world, 2017 was pretty packed. It was an it was a crazy year for Star Wars. Like just reflecting on everything that happened. Like a year ago Rogue One was still in the theaters and we were still kind of We had just lost we had just lost Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, everybody was still like in all the Rogue One stuff. Um Solo. We were getting hyped for Solo, then Last Jedi, and then uh, Celebration. That was a good time. 
I wasn't there, but I was live streaming it, sleep sitting on my bed, live streaming, pretending I was there. That was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. We got Forces of Destiny. Then everyone got fired. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy now because um, when, <clears throat> when Lord and Miller got fired from Solo, I, I still remember, like, seeing that on on Twitter. And, like, I was, I, I mean, I was probably still at work. I was maybe on my way home at that point. But, like, everything just, like, exploded, basically. And it was all anybody was talking about because, you know, half the people I follow on Twitter are my Star Wars people. And then... Um... Steele asked me to jump on a live show with him really quick. So it was like Steele and me and uh, Jason talking about this news. And we had recorded it. Like, you know, that was before. So, you know, it was a a day or two before we knew Ron Howard. So everybody was just sort of like up in arms. What does this mean for the movie? What does this mean for Star Wars in general? Like, who are they going to get? Do they already have somebody? What the fuck happened? Yeah, that was a crazy week. Like, I totally remember just sitting in my room. I I think I was napping because I had to work that um, graveyard Wednesday and Rusty right in my room. He's like, Lord Miller got fired. And that was when I realized that Lord and Miller were not one person. They were actually two people because for the longest time, I thought <laughs> there was only one director for the Han Solo movie. Lord Miller. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I didn't know that. I, I just didn't connect in my brain that there are two people um, directing a Star Wars movie. Yeah. But yeah, that was a crazy shit day. I remember calling in. That was, I believe, like my second time that I've ever talked to you. Probably. But, yeah, that was a fun time. Um, Then Ron Howard. That was cool to find out. Yeah, that was so interesting because there was so much discussion of, you know, like, what, you know, who would be and what kind of director they were going to get and whether it would be a name, like, you know, who would be willing to step in at this point because it would have to be somebody who could, you know, go straight to work. I wonder who else was, because I remember there was, like, someone else rumored at that time, too. I forget who it was. Oh, I can't remember, because, you know, it was, I was, that was, like, that happened in June or July, something like that. I can't quite remember. Yeah, there were, there were so many rumors going around. That was a crazy time. And then, um, Trevorrow got fired. Thank God. Oh, I because that was another, you know, that was another my my Twitter exploding moment. But whereas the Gordon Miller one was more of a like people were, I feel like Gordon Miller. At least from the reactions I saw were people more freaked out. And there was a definite more what the hell does this mean? Whereas when Trevorrow got fired, I saw a lot of oh, thank God. Yeah, I remember back to one of Steele's tweets where people Trevorrow had just released that movie that was really bad apparently. Yeah, Henry. And Steele, yeah, and Steele had tweeted, "Fire the director," and then 
wrong director. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just one of the tweets I remember. But yeah, I remember kind of a relief with Trevorrow. Like I never have seen Jurassic World. But I just, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was going to be just another, like, Hollywood project. Because I know that J.J. Abrams is really passionate about Star Wars. But I almost feel like The Force Awakens was just, like, a project to him in a way. But um, I'm going to turn that into positive. Because I feel like after seeing Last Jedi, I have a brand new, like, stronger respect for The Force Awakens. Like, I enjoy it way more now i think it's like there's an actual story now because i think when you only have like one movie like it's hard like based off your opinions about like where it's gonna go like where it could have been gone but now like i know like where the story is going like i think that was a beautiful beginning and um go jj but i'm glad to have him back yeah i am too um yeah no i just i remember feeling so much relief when Trevorrow got fired, like I, I was, that's one, one of the things I was really worried about. Like, I don't, I don't hate Jurassic World. I think it's dumb, like deeply, deeply dumb, <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't have any sort of like ill will towards that movie, but yeah. I do have ill will towards Book of Henry because that movie is a God awful mess. But, and also I just think Trevorrow seems like a fucking jackass. Yeah, I think he said in one of the episodes that he just looks like an asshole. He does, <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, like, maybe he's a really nice dude, but whenever I see him in interviews and stuff, he doesn't, you know, JJ and 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 Ryan, and honestly, even, even Gordon Miller, when you would see them, like, talk about it and stuff, they have so much excitement for star wars and i never i never saw that with him yeah it just it felt odd like i would always forget that trevorrow was doing the star wars movie it just he didn't look like star wars you know yeah and look there are directors i feel like who could do a really good star wars movie without loving star wars but i just i never got a good feeling from him Yeah. But I like JJ, um, despite f- frustrations that I've had with this sort of the mythology of his TV shows that he gets bogged down in because he likes mysteries more than he likes answers. I still think he's I still think he's a really solid director who tells really interesting stories, and and I like him. Like I just I I, I think he's he seems like a. Like, cool dude and and he he loves star wars and that's important yeah i'd buy a beer for him (laughs) good guy but then in november we got some mind-boggling star wars news it was real it was announced that ryan johnson was going to do a star wars trilogy that was off not going to be like the skywalker saga like a whole new thing and that there was going to be a TV show on the Disney streaming app in 2019. Oh so that was like a big day. That was day. a huge – like those are both such huge stories. And they were just sort of like casually out there. 
Yeah, like I remember when we were recording the episode talking about it and I just didn't know what to say. Like I was just so like surprised of this news because I never thought that in my adult life I would still be excited like going to go see a Star Wars or getting a bunch of Star Wars merch, you know? Like I thought that this was just going to be like a one-time thing. Like every now and then like I'm I get sad now because I'm like god, like this new trilogy is ending and I'm really in love with it, but we're going to get something incredibly new and something that we're most likely going to enjoy. And that makes me really happy because I got to spend my future getting excited for Star Wars movies and you know, still having Star Wars themed things. Like I I love it. Like it's it makes me really happy, you know, we get to still sit here and talk about Star Wars forever. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> it's really crazy to think about. Um, you know, back when when Disney bought Star Wars and I where you know, you sort of think, oh, "Okay, I guess they're going to make Star Wars movies forever now because that's what Disney does." Um, the Force Awakens, like when that movie came out, like I'm just like, okay, I'm sold. I'm like, whatever they want to give me now, I'm 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 ready. Like, just give it to me. I'm excited. I'm all in. And I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. Like, I still remember like hearing the news, and I was really skeptical because Star Wars was so important to me. Like, this was my childhood. Like, I grew up watching Star Wars movies, and I I was in love with them, genuinely. And it was really nerve-wracking, you know, like, before seeing a trailer. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do with this. And the first trailer, I was sold. And then the movie experience, I was sold. Like, that was just such an unforgettable experience, you know, going to see The Force Awakens with my family, like, with my dad and my brother. Because Star Wars, like, meant so much to me and my brother. And now we get a bond over that forever. Like, we're talking about going to see The Force, or not The Force Awakens again, but The uh, Last Jedi again tomorrow because, you know, it's just a fun thing for us to do. Like, we bond over Star Wars and, you know, we have a lot of Star Wars conversations to the point where my sister was getting really annoyed because <laughs> apparently all we talk about is Star Wars. Like, apparently to her, we can't go five minutes without talking about Star Wars, but that's her problem. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. Like, I love this whole community. Like, a highlight... A Star Wars highlight for me this year was getting into the Star Wars Twitterverse and meeting all of you guys. Like, I've, I've never been happier. Like, I got into Star Wars podcasting or started listening to podcasts because I had started a new job. And I was really lonely because all my friends have moved and mm -hmm. it was just me, you know, working weird hours. And I started listening to podcasts and I started, you know, following people, sending in emails. Then I, you know, made friends with a lot of people. And I'm, I'm really thankful for everyone. Like, I'm really thankful and for you, Emily, like, I'm so thankful for you. And you're such an amazing person. And podcasting with you every week is, like, one of my oh, favorite things. I know. I love our podcast. So. That's, like, that's one of the exciting stars yeah. of 2017. <laughs> is the birth of Canto yeah, by Dispatch. It wasn't in my show notes. But I'm really happy that we're doing this. Because I just like talking to you every week. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Aww. And I like the people who listen <laughs> to us and who write us emails and who tweet us. Yeah, thank you everyone. Yeah. I'm I'm so humbled. Like this is so wonderful, you know, getting to talk about Star Wars every week and interacting with our friends and you know, getting emails and top 3 suggestions, you know, it's it it's an honor. Like I'm I'm so happy. I'm just humbled. Like I I don't know what to say. Like 
Oh, I love you guys. No, but it's like as much as I feel, yeah, there are definitely like gross, toxic parts of fandom, and those parts can be really loud sometimes. But I feel like you can find like a little section of it to make your home, then that's pretty good. Yeah, I found my little Star Wars family, and oh. I love you guys. <laughs> My Star Wars fam. But, um, yeah, then The Last Jedi came out. And it was fucking awesome. Ugh, I'm in, and I'm looking at my father right now, looking at Pablo Hidalgo. (laughs) I love it. I'm just so happy. Like, this movie just, like, blew expectations for me and for, like, Star Wars. Like, I... Uh, just listening to the album too, like God, like it just reminds me of how much like I love this movie. Like you go back and you listen to like a sound, like a like a soundtrack or like a track, and then you're like, oh, like this is when this was happening, and this is what I felt, and you just feel so many emotions. Like I just want to drive everywhere now just so I can listen to the whole album like over and over again. But yeah. Um, what do you want or what do you want in 2018, Emily? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so in 2019, we're going to get the end of Rebels. And we're going to get Han Solo. Like those are the things. And then, you know, there'll be several books. Um, but those are the two major things that we know about and probably the two major things that there are um there's stuff I hope about the for um I hope we get information about what Ryan Johnson's trilogy might be um and I want to know what the TV show is going to be about but I mean solo mainly I just I hope I like it. Um, I, you know, so much of this movie is going to rely on whether or not Alden is a good Han. Um, it's super hard to do a movie where you're a younger version of such an iconic character. Uh, people go in resenting you and not wanting necessarily to give you a chance but it's hard because i mean harrison ford is han solo and i don't know if i can never really get over that so i don't know i i hope it's good i hope i don't hate it i hope it's not too Silly. Like, I'm okay with it being a little bit silly. Star Wars is always a little bit silly. And I, it seems like this one is going to be more, like, adventure e, Like, you know, like, fun. But I, I really, I just hope I like it. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, going back to Rebels, like, I... I want Rebels to end on 
good terms. I want to be able to look back at this series and not shit on it completely. Like, I want to be <laughs> able to, like, you know, have, like, a respect for it. Like, you know, like, how I have, like, a new respect towards The Force Awakens. Like, not that I didn't like The Force Awakens. It's just, like, there are some things that I had issues with. Like, obviously, I've had issues with certain characters and certain themes of the show, but it's going to end soon, and I'm really hoping that these last couple episodes kind of, like, close you know, close the chapters to everything because Dave mm-hmm. Filoni has just been being Dave Filoni. And it's annoying sometimes for me personally. Like, I know other people really enjoy the show and, you know, I don't want to bash on you guys. Like, I know that you guys enjoy it and I'm happy you do. But, you know, there's some things that and some characters I don't like. But I'm really hoping that some things happen in the show where I just start understanding the characters more. You know, I want a peaceful ending for Kanan and Ezra. Like, I don't want them to violently die, but I don't want them to live. Like, I want something in between. Like, I want them to either, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, I just want something to make sense, like, with them. Because I know that something's going to happen to them because uh, we know that Harris and Chopper survives them all, but... Look, I want... I want Ezra to die just so I don't have to keep listening to theories about which character in Star Wars Ezra becomes. Because, Jesus, give it a rest, people. New characters are just new characters. They're not secretly old characters in disguise. Yeah, like, it's not uh, the everything's connected thing. Like, it's they're just a separate character from a separate story. But... I also want Solo to, I don't know, like, I just, I want to enjoy it. Like, I I feel, I almost feel bad for Alden Eckright because he has so much, like, pressure to be Harrison Ford or to be like Harrison Ford. But um, I hope he's doing okay, first off. Second, I I know I'm going to enjoy this film, but... I I want other people to enjoy it too. Like I want this to be a good film. Like I want to be excited to talk to people about this. I want to be, you know, talking about the trailers, talking about, you know, what happens. I want to see some familiar faces. Like I've been hearing rumors that we might get Tarkin again. And that would be cool because I'm very pro Tarkin and Rogue One. Those were some of my favorite scenes. Like I really enjoyed seeing Tarkin. Like I know that he didn't look like a hundred percent real, but I think just like him there, I think that was like really cool because he's a scary and dangerous person from the Empire. So if you want a bad guy, you know, not <laughs> Mendo. a bad guy, but yeah, Mendo too. Like I haven't been <laughs> bless you. I haven't <laughs> been hearing anything about Mendo, but oh my god. That would be so cool to see Mendo in Solo. Like, I just want some good bad guys. I just want some good action, some Easter eggs, and I just want good things to happen in this community. Like, I want all of us to get together and be like, hey, yeah, kumbaya or something. But I also want something like surprising to happen like if we find out about Ryan Johnson's trilogy or if we find out about that new TV show, like I would just want something to get everyone like really excited. Like I just want to be yeah. excited in 2018 because 2017, like we had a lot of good Star Wars news, but we also had some bad. Like we were still recovering from Carrie 
that was really hard you know like the last yeah. jedi was great but it was really different seeing you know carrie but and we're not going to get her in nine and that's like hitting me hard now like i that makes me really sad like she would have shined in episode nine but i just i have high hopes for 2018 and i hope that it's a good year Oh, I also think we'll probably hear what the next spinoff movie is. Oh, yeah. That will probably be, like, the big news. So we'll hear about the Obi-Wan film. No, I'm kidding. Something. Because I feel like they'll need, they'll want that. Um, Because, I mean, after Han Solo comes out, then we know Nine is the next movie. We still don't know when we're getting Ryan Johnson's trilogy or anything about it but i i i feel like we'll probably hear maybe the second half of the year what the new standalone is yeah because we had that director a long time ago that was rumored to do it but we still don't know like the full details on you know what's going on or with that so maybe like this year we'll learn some new things because I feel like last year we were kind of like, all right, there's going to be a new one after Rogue One. What's it going to be? Like, we were still kind of like, what? Oh, yeah, they're solo. But or we knew there was a Han Solo, but we didn't know what it was called. Yeah. And then, you know, like, yeah, like we heard there was this stuff earlier in the year with the Obi-Wan thing. But then there's been absolutely nothing official about it. And there haven't even really been any more. Um, rumors about it except for some very quickly discredited um, shooting location reports but I don't know I I personally hope an announcement would be a more like Rogue One um, just in terms of it being a this is what the story it's the story of such and such rather than it being hey it's this character Yeah, I would enjoy it being about something, too. Like, But then again, I feel like we're going to see Solo, and what if we really enjoy Solo, and we're like, okay, like I want more character-driven or character-themed stories. But, you know, you're right. I think we need a little bit of both, or we... I don't know, like, Rogue One, that was a really cool story we got. Like, that's something that I never thought that we would get, like how the Rebels got this plans of the Death Star. Yeah, but, I just, like, I'm... I don't want every standalone movie to be a... Look at this character we already know when they were younger. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think there's, you know, there can be a space for those stories, but I don't want it to be all of them because I want them to do new things. And I want new characters and I want the universe to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, because I'm going to start getting tired if we see the same fucking planets over and over again. Like, I can live without seeing Tatooine again. Well, no, actually, I think if we see Tatooine on Solo, like, I think I'd be kind of excited because we hadn't seen Tatooine since um, 2005 at the very end of Revenge of the Sith. So, God, that was a long time ago. But I don't know. Like, I still remember seeing Yavin 4 in Rogue One and getting really excited, you know? Like, yeah. I I just get chills, like, thinking about it. Like, just the audience reaction and just seeing something for the first time. It just – it's, like, a great – a great feel – or, I don't know. It's just it's a great thing to think about. 
uh, I don't know. Words aren't coming out of my brain. <laughs> Other than that, let's see. Um, I just want to like hang out with my Star Wars friends. Um, yes. Uh, Steel has shows coming up both in LA and New York. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited to get together with like uh, my LA, Southern California Star Wars peeps, and I don't know, maybe if Emily wants to come down <laughs> to San Diego, or whatever. But no, like I'm excited. Like I always love going to seal shows because like everyone's just so nice, and it's always such a great time. Like we go to bars and you drink, and then like we just hang out and we get to know each other, and it's like our own little like little Star Wars fam. Yeah, so if you are in the L.A. area or in the New York area, check out. Just go to SteelWars.com and check out his stuff. But it's just cool to be able to hang out with people in person. Yeah, I... It could be nerve-wracking at first if, you know, if you're not a people per- Like, I was so nervous when I first met everyone. Because it's like, you talk to this pe- these people online for a long time. It's like, you know, they're nice. But, like, meeting them in person, like, I was so scared. But it's such a fun thing to, like, get to know people in, like, this community. And, like, hang out with them in person. Like, being able to drink beers with, like, your Star Wars friends that you met online is, like, a really fun <laughs> It's just a really fun thing to do. It's fun. It's fun. But is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. No, it's it's, it's terrible. No. <laughs> Speaking of terrible, me. <sighs> oh shit! <laughs> I know where this is going. I watched some Clone Wars. All right, but before you talk about Clone Wars, I want to talk about your subtweet that you you did. And I know this was about Star Wars. Or I hope it was. What was my subtweet? It was. Right, let's see, let me see. Let me go down. Um. I don't know if this is 100% about Star Wars, but it really sounded like a Star Wars thing. Oh, yeah, Emily. Nice bread. Okay, wait. Um, this season's kind of dumb romantic episode was decidedly worse than last season's kind of dumb romantic episode. Oh, no. Was that about Star Wars? No, that was um, that was about Black Mirror. Oh, okay. I thought that was about Clone Wars. I was going to say that's, that's funny, but. No, that was uh, Black Mirror, which uh, is Charlie Brooker's horror anthology which is now on Netflix and they just did a new season and it, I don't even, I don't even, I, there's this, like they, you know, it's mostly like sci-fi dystopian horror, but then the last season and this season, I, I'm trying to think if it happened in season one or season two as well, but there's this sort of like the nice episode and it's like this like romantic story. And I'm like, Okay, I'm bored. And it was dumb. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Sorry, it was dumb. I hate when things that I like or episodes are like dumb. <laughs> well, like, yeah. You- I feel like with anthology shows, it's always going to happen. Like, there's always just going to be a couple of clunkers um, 
this had six episodes. I'd say I I loved two of them. Um, there's two that were okay, and there's two that I just really didn't like. Hmm. But the very first episode of the show this season was my favorite episode of anything this season. So that's, that's pretty good. So if, you know, that makes me forgive the clunkers because they did this um, episode called the USS Callister. When it starts out, you, you, you're thinking it's just going to be like a straight Star Trek parody, but then it gets super fucking dark and weird and it's just fun and awesome and fucking like Charlie Brooker is amazing and he has got a fucked up head and I love him. But yeah, that's my recommendation this week. If you like horror or like dark sci-fi and you haven't ever watched Black Mirror, watch Black Mirror. Um, it's all up on Netflix. Not every episode is good, but the good ones are really good. And there's one in epi- in season two called White Bear, which is outside of anything that ever happened on like Deadwood. Maybe my favorite episode of television of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's super fucked and scary and like it leaves you with some like amazing moral quandary questions. And it's just, it's so good. I'll definitely have to get into that. I've been looking to get into like more TV shows because, you know, Game of Thrones is gone. Stranger Things is gone. Rebels is almost gone. Everything's gone. But hell yeah, I'll look into that. But anyways, back to disappointment. Uh, Emily, um, what episodes did you watch? Okay, I watched two. And I'm close to the end of the season now, so next week I'll probably watch the last three episodes of season two. But I watched uh, The Zillow Beast and The Zillow Beast Strikes Back um, to refresh people's memory of this show because it was on a long time ago. <laughs> um, basically, they are on a planet on Malastair and... The Separatists have some forces there, and because the, um, you know, Palpatine and and those guys, they need, like, fuel that this planet has, and so the deal is they're going to, you know, step in and defeat the Separatists there, and then they'll reach a treaty with the Dugs, and then they can have their fuel. So they have this big bomb which will just mess up the droids and like some of the ships and stuff. So it won't, it won't kill anybody on the planet. But what it does is it wakes up this Zillow beast, which is a big dragon looking thing. And um, Mace is like you can't kill it because it's the last of its kind and it's innocent creature. 
And so they end up just managing to knock it unconscious, and then they take it back to Coruscant, and it gets loose and runs amok, and then they kill it. And I didn't like these episodes, and they were dumb, and they annoyed me. <laughs> and it had what might just be my least favorite scene in all of Clone Wars so far, which is when, because this, this creature is like down, like way below the surface of the planet. So even saying this makes me angry. R2 with his rocket thrusters, which I already don't like, is like going up, up, up out of the hole. And then Anakin jumps on him and basically like rides on him back to the surface. <laughs> and I, I don't have the words for how upset it made me. The sight of Anakin riding R2. And I just, I got annoyed. I also got annoyed because it has May saying, I have a bad feeling about this. We may have touched on this before. I hate that line. I never want to hear it again. I know people love it, but it's just, it, it's just like my personal like bugbear. I can't stand it. And Do we hate the Wilhelm string? No, because that's so far, like, I mean, I hate it if, look, if whenever the Wilhelm scream happened, like, the whole movie stopped and everybody winked at you, I would hate it. Because that's how, that's <laughs> what I feel like happens whenever I have a bad feeling about this is said. So when I'm ever with you and someone says, I have a bad feeling about this, I'm going to look directly to you and wink. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of our podcast. <laughs> um, like the only, speaking of winks, there's um, at one point Mace calls some troopers over and they're Hawkeye and Trapper, which is, look, I love MASH. I was okay with this. Yes, it's a big w winky thing, but... It's a big winky thing that is a completely, like, <laughs> unless you watch MASH, you're not going to recognize it as a thing. It's not going to be like, oh, I missed something there. It's just going to be, they said some clone trooper names. But as a big MASH fan, I did enjoy that. <laughs> I did not know that until now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just naming people shit. Maybe um, George Lucas is a big uh, MASH fan. Maybe, or maybe Filoni is. Yeah, he seems like he would be into the, like, those kind of shows. Yeah, but, yeah. He seems like he, seems like he would like Low House on the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just looks like he would watch that show. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. This episode is so weird because... There's all of this, Mace is like super, he's like, this is an innocent creature, you can't kill it. And I'm like, you're in a war. You're in a war, and we see you killing, like we see things dying all the time. Like we see monsters getting killed constantly. I think it's because they're fighting against droids. They're like, oh, this is nothing. Like, we're not hurting the population. Like, I think that's, like, their mindset. No, like, when there when there have been planets before where it's been creatures that are attacking them. And they have no problem killing them. 
Yeah. That's kind of weird to make Mace Windu be the one saying that, oh, we don't need to destroy this innocent creature. Like, he's one of the biggest assholes on the Jedi well, Council. Yeah. And he's telling Anakin not to kill creatures. Also, because, yeah, yeah, you know, my thing is, you know, we we disturbed this thing. But the dogs are like, well, they're they're killing everybody. And if it had just been, like, they had just found this thing and it was peaceful and everybody wanted to kill it, then I think that story would make sense. But I'm like, you just, you all just seem like massive hypocrites. Anyway, and also, he's like, his idea is we'll knock it unconscious and then we'll just put it on a planet somewhere. Which, I mean, first of all, dude, um, I think you need to, to learn some lessons about how you could be upsetting an ecosystem on a different planet. Because there's probably already creatures there and maybe it's going to eat them all. Or maybe it's going to like spread some sort of terrible disease. Like, you can't just plop an alien creature down on another planet and be like, pat yourself on the back and be like, hey, this is a totally good thing that we did. But anyway, instead what happens is the Emperor's like, we're going to, not the Emperor, this was, you know, Palpatine is like, we're going to take it to Coruscant to be studied. Which, I mean, Mace is like, well, I think this is a bad idea. But what he should be is like, hey, um, I wanted to save this creature, not have it be experimented on. But, you know, instead it's just like, okay, it's going to be experimented on, I guess. And then there's just, t- and then, like, in the next episode, it's on Coruscant. Um, because the reason Palpatine wants this thing is it has this armor hide that, like, even, even like, a lightsaber can barely like do anything to it. And so then the person, the scientist is like, okay, we can take off the, the uh, that we can take off the scales that it has, but it's going to be extremely painful. And Palpatine's like, okay, well we'll euthanize it. And then it's like the next 15 minutes of the episode is debate over whether it's morally okay to kill this thing or not. And like, it's, they get Padme involved and she gets super pissed because Anakin's not completely on her side. And, like, Bail Organa's involved. And then the creature, like, breaks out because, of course, it does. And it runs amok and, like, he's going to go kill Palpatine. And then they kill it. And the very last thing is you hear that Palpatine has given orders for it to be to to have it cloned. And I mean, I kind of hope this is the last that we hear about it, but that that made me think that it's not. So if this comes back sometime in like season five or whatever, I'm going to be super irritated again. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I I thought it was interesting that they got Palpatine in it. Like, we got to see, like, Palpatine kind of be, like, the slimy dick ball that he is. Yeah, he's in this a lot. Yeah, like, I just feel like this show is just showing how much of a dick he really is and how Anakin is blind towards it. Like, everyone's like, Palpatine, what the fuck you doing? And Anakin's like, guys, stop being mean to my friend. Like, that's basically... 
all of Clone Wars episodes, <laughs> like leading up to Revenge of the Sith, is Palpatine being a dick and everyone being like, Anakin, what the fuck you doing? He's like, that's my friend, guys. That's my friend. But I don't know. Like, I when I, I remember looking back and watching these episodes, and I thought it was like, okay. Like, I enjoyed that. You, I don't know, like, there was something actually going on. You guys <laughs> see, like, everyone everyone going together and fighting. I kind of liked how they were, like, the animal involved in this. And I liked how, like, people were like, yo, like, don't touch this animal. Like, you don't need to. But I definitely see, like, your sides of it. But, uh, and I'm looking at your final, on your show notes, when you say, this episode is dumb and I hate it. <laughs> That's such an Emily sentence. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I'm I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it. I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out. I'm like, I don't know. I'm ready for this season to be done. It's almost done. Three more episodes. Apparently, my little brother started watching. And he is like already done with season two. He started watching like a week ago. How does he like it? I mean, he's watched two seasons in a week, so I guess he likes it. Okay. I mean, how old is he? He's fifteen. So, get, like, oh. talking to him is not, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. pulling teeth to get an actual, <laughs> like opinion out of him on something. But that's cute. So you're like asking him questions about it. I was just like, I just talked to him a little bit um, yesterday. And then my mom, that was when my mom was like, yeah, he's been watching a lot of this show. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll try to get a report from him. Because um, I think she was going to take him to see The Last Jedi this week. And if he calls about that, then I'll ask him about Clone Wars as well. Hell yeah. that's That'll be fun to hear his, you know, reactions to it. I love it. I Well, I hope that he's enjoying it. I hope that someone here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But no, you like seeing Mace Windu? I still feel like his animation is a little bit weird. Anakin's animation pissed me off for the longest time, and Padme's too. I was fine with Ahsoka and everyone else. I love Jar Jar's animation. That's my favorite one. I just think he looks so funny. Like, every time I look at him, I just always start laughing because he's just, the way they animated him is just, like, a perfect representation of Jar Jar. Like, he's just so funny looking. I love it. But, um, do you want to get to our uh, top three? Yeah, let's do top three. All right. If you guys have any top three recommendations, you can email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com. Um, oh, my goodness. Emily, do you want to read this one? I read this top three or the yeah, email. Then, um, yeah. Should I do the whole email? Um, I mean, because we're going to read the email anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, because yeah, yeah. we also, we asked people to email us about their, their sort of their hopes and their expectations for 2018. Um, and Marina emailed us and gave us the top three, but also just an email. So I'll read that the, this. It is, hi, Emily and Brittany. I hope you're, I hope you're, oh my god, I can't talk. Okay. Hi, Emily and Brittany. I hope you are doing good. I saw on Twitter to send our North Star Wars hopes and expectations for next year. I've also come up with a top three. I hope we get a location date for 2019 Star Wars Celebration sometime next year. 
I seriously can't wait to find this information out. Not going to lie, I'm already saving for this. I hope to see you both there in 2019. I've basically decided if it is in the United States, then I'm going to go. I'm going either way. Okay. Yeah, Rusty and I have already discussed our uh, plans. We're already uh, saving money to for a celebration. We already have a celebration fund. Nice. Yeah. Second thing I hope for in 2018 is more Star Wars-themed pop-up bars because I went to the Dark Side Bar in D.C. on the 23rd. And it was so neat. The drinks were amazing and so good, which leads me to Galaxy's Edge. Ha-ha. I hope to find out more about Galaxy's Edge and when exactly that will open. There better be some good food and drinks there. Just saying. <laughs> I think drinks are important to the Star Wars universe. If you couldn't tell already, Luke would agree with his green milk. <laughs> I would like a green milk, like a green alcoholic drink and call it my green milk. And with like the bull milk too, because I'm going to the Scum and Villainy bar in LA for a steel show. And I'm excited to eat and drink Star Wars shit. There you go. Not actual shit, but yeah. Yeah, there's one, and- in, there's one in New York, but I haven't been to it yet because... You know, it's like you have to make reservations and it's a cover car charge. And I'm just like, Ugh, that's hard. Finally, for 2018, a personal goal hope is to finish my Mandalorian and be better and be able to apply to the Mandalorian mercs. I believe I get back to working on this if I really I, I better get back to working on this if I really want to have it completed before 2019 celebration. So, so cool. based off my personal goal, I have come up with a top three. Top three Star Wars characters you would go up to cosplay. And then here are hers. Of course, my Mandalorian that I'm currently working on, which is a custom one. Oh, man, that sounds really cool. I want to see pictures. Me too. Next, I would love to cosplay as Sabine because I just love her artsy side of her armor. In particular, season three Sabine because I love her hair color that season and also the Darksaber. Finally, I'd love to cosplay The Last Jedi Rey because I love the grays this time around compared to the tans of her old outfit. Also, I love the tall boots, which I'm thinking about pre-ordering. Can't wait to hear your top three. Marina. Oh, man. I really want to see her Mandalorian cosplay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, like, man, send us some pictures as you're working on that. Please. That's amazing. Like, I have so much, like, appreciation and respect for cosplayers because, like, they put so much work into their costumes or I I don't want to offend anyone by calling them costumes. Like, I, you know, they're masterpieces (laughs) because that that takes a lot of work. Like, you know, we have some friends starting the 501st, like, me and the Sabres Guild. I think I I met some people sitting in line for Last Jedi that they were in the 501st and they're talking about how, you know, how certain or how specific their, um, their armor has to be like if they're Darth Vader or the type fighter pilots, like those ones are so particular. It's crazy. But yeah, Emily top three, uh, cosplay. I'm excited to hear this. I think I already know two out of the three. Okay. Well, I really, uh, and if I do celebration, I'm I'm definitely going to do a costume. Um, I was going to do a costume for for New York Comic Con, and then I just time got away from me. So maybe maybe 2018, I'll finally do this. But um, I want to do Mon Mothma. Um, probably Rogue One Mothma. I mean, obviously, I fucking love her. I talk about her all the time, and. You know, this is something we've talked about on the show before, but yeah, she's like, that's like the number one costume goal and one I think I can actually do a pretty decent job on. Um, 
<clears throat> the other thing I want to do, I want to do a Krennic one, uh, partially because I think gender swap, swap costumes are, are just sort of fun. And then I would have a sweet cape. And I really want a sweet cape. Um, but number three, and this is something I talked about before too, I would fucking love to do Ventress. Cause she's oh, yeah. badass. And her like costuming is so cool. And I would shave my head and that would be fun. You'd actually shave your head? And That's sick. I 100% would shave my head. Like, I don't know if I have the skill to do, like, the full costume. Like, I'll have to really look at it. But, yeah. No, I would I would totally shave my head. Have you ever, like, actually shaved your head? No. Like, I've had it pretty short, but I've never had it completely bald. Oh, my God. I, I can't imagine shaving my head. Like, my hair is, like, almost, like, my hair length is, like, to my butt. Like my hair's so long, but I think I, I'm like conflicted on if I want to cut it or not because I'm really enjoying this length, but it just gets so like knotty, like just so like it's a knot. So then like I have to comb it, and then like it gets like really staticky. That's really annoying. But those are really good topics. Or no, those are really good um, cosplay. I could see you as a Mendo. Yeah, that one would be fun. You'd be one mighty fine Mendo. Oh, thank you. <laughs> welcome. So how about you? Uh, what would you want to do? Like, sky's um, the limit. Like, you know, don't think about skill or anything like that. Oh, well then, um, do you remember seeing um, Count Dooku in his pajamas in Clone Wars? I don't know if you've seen that episode yet, but you've seen that picture online probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm gonna do that. Like I I don't even like care. Like I just want to wear those silk pajamas and then walk around and just say that I'm Mace or that I'm Count Dooku. One because I want to be fucking comfortable when I'm running around the celebration floor, and two because I want to pick something that's gonna be like a hassle to wear and I'm gonna have to do everything right. But I don't know. I just think that'd be something easy and something fun. But then again, I don't know how, you know, walking in slippers, like the whole celebration floor would be for my feet. That's not fun. I used to wear moccasins at my old job. And I used to run around and that would like hurt my feet. But um, another one is like, I've been thinking about this a lot because every time I see it, like I fell more in love with this look. So, you know, Rose when uh, she's still in the first order cost or first order suit, but she's on crate. Yes, I love that. I think that's so that's such a cute outfit. Like the way that she has it, the way that she has like the blazer like half open. I would so do that. Like she looks. I just loved how she looked. Like I would totally like when I recreate that. Like I totally like I would get bangs too because I think one of the first things I tweeted like after seeing the Last Jedi was I think I want to get bangs now because Rose I love Rose's bangs like I used to be a bang and girl like I used to have bangs but now I don't now they're just like weird things that uh, I don't know what I do with my hair anymore it's hair is so difficult but yeah I just ugh, fuck I love Rose but um another one would be general hugs yes. Because gotta represent my ginge. I think that'd be like so fun. Like you said, like the gender swapping cosplays are really cool. Like I think that'd be like a really fun thing because he kind of wears a cape too. So I think he does. 
but I think it'd be like really funny. Just like me and like a first order. Like I wonder I would want to wear the hat too, because he wears the hat sometimes. Yeah. That'd be really cute. And plus, you know, I look at this like from like, you know, how I would do like my makeup and stuff too. And like that's like nothing. Like put on my mascara and no contour highlight or anything. Like that's good. Like I'm just like that's it. Like I don't have to do much. But I I don't know. I just love Hawks. Like I think hugs. He's so funny. Like, I don't know. I, I can't wait to find out more about him in the next movie because he's just such an interesting character. Like, I just love that when he saw Kylo passed out on the ground after the ship split in half, he, like, almost tried to kill him. Yes, <laughs> I love that moment. Thing. And then he gets up and he puts the gun back and he's like, what happened? But, oh, my goodness. But um, thank you, Marina, for the top three and for your hopes and dreams for 2018. I'm excited for Galaxy's Edge 2. Oh, my God. I will be the first one there. First one there. My, my sister works in Orlando, so – or she lives up there. So I will definitely – I'd probably go up to Orlando, like, as soon as, like, that one opens because I'd rather be in Orlando than, like, California for that because I just feel like California would be more crowded. But, I don't know, that's just me. Maybe I'll change my mind. But that's, like, two years from now. So a lot can happen in two years. But that's going to be, like, so beautiful. Like, I'm going to be really emotional when I go to Galaxy's Edge for the first time. And when I drag Emily there. And when I drag Emily on Autotopia. I'm not going on Autotopia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's a 10-minute wait, we're going. I swear to God. We're, you're not going to sit there and watch us all ride Autotopia having the time of our lives. Oh, I don't think you realize how petty I can be. <laughs> because now, <laughs> now that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, no, I'm petty too. I will drag you. I'm known for dragging people on rides and shit. I get aggressive. Yes, but you are very small. <laughs> yeah, I'm five foot four, but man, I have muscles. <laughs> I took a weightlifting class a couple semesters ago. I could pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> I can pick you up and drag you on Autotopia. I will, I will get us thrown out of Disney World. I, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I don't know. I I feel like you'll look you'll look at Autotopia and be like, damn, I really want to ride this. <laughs> I can imagine it now. Us walking in in Tomorrowland, and you've been like, "Wait a second, <laughs> what is this ride? I must ride." Oh it. yeah, what is this ride is of that? the fucking cars? I wonder. Wonder <laughs> you're what not gonna the, like the cars. The amazing ride. excitement is of sitting in a car. <laughs> you're not gonna like the the cars ride in um California Adventureland. Then I, I don't want uh, any ride that is riding around in just a car. <laughs> it's fun though <laughs> I don't know it, you know it's it's one of those things where you're going to be there and you're going to see it and you're going to enjoy it and it's going to be a great time and I can't wait don't worry guys there will be photos of this moment when it happens I don't know if I'm more excited for the for episode 9 or for to see Emily on <laughs> Autotopia <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much tied in my books right You have now. more likelihood to see me in episode nine than you do to see me on Autotopia. 
Oh shit! Congrats, Emily. Yeah, Emily just announced that she's gonna be in episode nine, guys. She's gonna be an extra. I'm so excited for her, and she just told me that she's gonna be on Autotopia. Okay, I'm so we're going to emails now. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to email. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'll read Jim's. Okay. All right. Um. Any titles this hopes for 2018? Ha, dear Kanto Byte Dispatch, I hope your holidays were wonderful. I am currently at the in-laws hiding in a guest bedroom, so I thought I would send you an email my hopes for Star Wars in 2018. That's really lovely. Thank you. Not shockingly, my hopes for 2018 are about Grevels and Ezra. I don't have a prediction or care if he lives or dies. Rather, I hope two things. One, that the story ends. I want Ezra's story to be over one way or another. I don't want to read a comic book or watch something else to see the end. I want the ending to make sense and to honor his character. I don't want him to die just because it's what everyone wants. I also don't want him to live just in spite of everyone. Anyways, that's all I have for now. If I don't write again, know that the in-laws egg bake killed me. You're a listener. <laughs> okay, well, I hope you're not dead. Yeah, Jim. Uh, please uh, send us an email to make sure that you're still alive please because we love your emails <laughs> <coughs> excuse me but yeah um i agree with you like with ezra like i i do want his story to end too and i really don't want to have to read in a comic book or some other sort of media that that's how he died like i just want to see it on screen like i want his story to end on screen i don't want it to be like a fucking mystery like ahsoka's was for like two years like that just bored me to death and now i could care less about what happens to ahsoka now like with dave filoni's shirt like ahsoka lives with the question mark and the posture or the explanation point like i you know like i i just don't get it like i I'm happy for people that are, like, really excited to find out about, like, what happened to Ahsoka or what happened with this and that. Like, I'm, I'm going to be happy when I get that ending, but I would have really wish I would have had it sooner rather than later. But, um, yeah, because at some point, I, I really resent being intentionally toyed with like that. It's annoying. Like, I just hate being toyed with. Like, that's just something that just, like, bugs me. Like, that's just one of, my, like, my pet peeves. Just, like, being toyed with or being, like, messed with, you know? Like, I get jokes and everything or I get, like, you know, but just sometimes it's, like, enough is enough. Like, Dave, like, fucking just tell us. But then again, it's, like, it could be something really cool. And then me going back and be like, yeah, Dave, I guess you're right. But for now, I'm like, eh. But, um... I do want the ending to make sense and honor his character, though, like you said. Like, I just, I don't want him to die just to die. Like, even though I say that all the time, like, I think that'd be, like, funny if he just died. But I almost want purpose in a way. Like, you'd think that someone, like, learning the ways of the Jedi, that they would die a Jedi and die either sacrificing themselves or die, you know, just for what they're doing. But I just want it to be, like, an honorable death or an honorable way to go. Because, you know, that's who they are, who him and Kanan are. They're Jedi. Like, I feel like they should die... Like, with purpose, you know, like how Luke died, like, with purpose, but with peace. When when does the show come back? Um, We don't know yet. Uh, I saw that, uh, I forget her name, Tracy Canubo or something, was hinting that it was going to be soon, like, January, February. And so, you know how many episodes there are? Fuck, I don't know. I think only, like, f- six or five seven okay. i don't know not a lot though but um i'm excited though 
I was walking the Disney store today and I saw they had like a little like thing about Rebels. And I was like, oh, okay. Like they have like little TVs in there. And they had, you know, they showed like some scenes from Rebels and they showed the Last Jedi trailer again. That was fun to watch again. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy that this is ending on Dave's terms because I feel like uh, Clone Wars definitely wasn't. So I just feel like Dave's like finally able to like close a close this book fully without any interference. Well, obviously, I feel like if the show did a little better, it would have been going on still. But I'm just happy that this makes Dave happy and this makes a lot of people happy. And I I wish the best for Rebels. But uh, thank you, Jim, for the email. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for sending emails. Like, it's so nice. I'm so happy. We have all you guys and all our listeners. Thank you. But Emily, do you want to read the next email? Yes. Um, this is from Matthew Thurbin, uh, Turbo on various places. You might know him. He's awesome. He listens in Australia. And I always think that that's cool <laughs> that people listen to us from far, far, yeah, it's far awesome. away. Um, but he has this to say, Hey, Canto Biters, long time listener, first time emailer. I'm currently on holidays after a crazy year and have finally caught up with all the, the last Jedi review podcasts, including your most excellent pod. I'm also in the middle of Aww. reading the Canto Bite short stories and found that I'm more interested in the city and the planet Cantonica compared to my first viewing of the last Jedi. A couple of questions for do you think we'll see Canto Bite again in episode 9? The final scene with Broom Boy would suggest we might. Would it be focused on the slave kids or the downfall of the war profiteers slash social elite? Or is Canto Bite the cloud city of the sequel trilogy and we won't see it again? Um, mm, I, I really want to see Canto Bite again. I feel like we probably won't. I agree. And I don't feel like we'll see Broomboy again. Like, I just feel like that was just like a thing that, hey, there are force users in this world. Like, the Jedi can't die. They'll be there forever. Yeah, I felt that was more of an indi indication of, like, the universe that it was. A, oh, here's a character we're going to see. Yeah. Or maybe, like, it's going to be like a Return of the Jedi. At the very end, they have, like, a montage of the planet celebrating. <laughs> maybe we'll see the Canto Bite celebration. We'll see... Little father ears. God, but I want to see more father ears. Those things are fucking cute. Oh. Okay, so back to his email. Did you catch a glimpse yes. of the standard Earth-based 52-card playing deck in the opening shot of the casino interior? I could have sworn I saw nine of hearts on one of the tables, but I've yet to see the last Jedi sober or not sleep-deprived. I, I didn't, but now I want to catch that. Yeah, I I don't that sounds something familiar though cuz I felt like I saw a lot of like casino like things in that things I would see in the casino. Like I almost felt like the people were dressed too like some people were dressed too modern day. Like I felt like some of the costumes people were wearing I would definitely see people in that now. Mm -hmm. Or like in like the 20s. Like it felt very 20s like to me. Like Canto Bite. Not a bad way, but that's just what my opinion of it. But Yeah, I mean especially um 
uh, Justin Thoreau's character. Yeah, like that man. was like he's like basically almost just in a straight tuxedo. I know. Like I remember hearing like reports about um, Justin in the Last Jedi, and it was very like spot on. And just like seeing that, I was like, oh okay, like they have tuxedos in Star Wars, cool. But I don't know. I felt like I saw a lot of things that I would see in like my casino, like. But then again, like, I wasn't really thinking of, like, my casino, except for when my parents were like, Haha, Kento Bite, that's what's what you do, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Back to what, back cool. to what Turbo has to say. Turbo. I'm a little confused by the DJ situation. Was he there? Pr- oh, shoot, my parents are calling. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to take this call from my parents. Yay, parents. Hello. Okay, you're on my podcast right now. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I put you on speakerphone. <laughs> you're on the po- say hi to the podcast. Hi everybody. Hi, Happy New Year. <laughs> hi podcast. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'll I'll probably call you guys tomorrow. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. bye. That was my parents. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> they're so cute. Hi, podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. <clears throat> no. Okay, back to the email. I'm a little confused by the JJ situation. Was he there purely by chance and he betrayed Rose Finn later, or was he planted there in the Cantabite cell after the First Order potentially intercepted the comms between Poe, Finn, and Maz? It just seems a little too convenient. So I hope we hear more of the story and see DJ return in the next chapter. The final broom scene, I just can't get Harry Potter out of my head. It would have been better to use a shovel as the slave kids would surely be shoveling fathier shit all day and would have a deeper symbolism from shit to the stars. (laughs) If they didn't like mar, if they didn't like bleep out words, for like for our titles, I would definitely want to title this episode from shit to the stars. <laughs> Thanks for reading my name, questions, and comments. Happy New Year, Gundo and Frito. Here's to another ship round the sun. Cheers, Turbo. P.S. Did you know that the most famous and possibly biggest bite in the world is the Great Australian Bite? It's boring as fuck to drive across, though. I didn't. I don't think I've actually actually ever heard of it, but now I'm going to Google it. But um, the DJ thing, I don't know. Like, I felt like, oh, maybe he's was planted there. But since we don't get confirmation of that, I feel like that can't be the case. Hmm. I remember hearing somewhere that DJ actually sleeps in jail cells because he has like so many enemies, and that he just wants to, like stay hidden. So I really almost feel like that they truly found him on accident. Like, I don't think that he was planted there. I think that was just like fate in a way. Because you remember the very beginning of the movie where Finn and Rose meet and then Poe's like, how would you guys meet? Luck? Like, I think I was kind of like, not luck, but. Well, yeah. And also if he had been planted there, then there wouldn't need to be the thing where BB-90, like, sees them. Yeah, that's true. Because he could have just, like, they're just, they're just would have, there could have been 
troopers waiting for them as soon as they landed. Yeah, that's like, why. They, like, th- there'd be no reason to keep up that pretense. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I I think it was just like fate in a way. I I really want. I think that he's gonna come back next movie though. Like I just think he's like so funny. Oh man, I hope we see him again. He's so weird. I love it. We need more weird people in Star Wars. But um, broom scene. I didn't think of Harry Potter. I just thought of a motherfucking kid just sweeping some shit with a broom. Like that's that's really what I thought. Like I. When people started being like Harry Potter, I'm like, yeah, because of a broom. Like, I just thought of a a slave boy brooming. I think I was so, like, fixated on the on that he used the force that I was like, fuck everything else. This child just used the force. Like, I, I don't know. I had no problems with it. Like, if, if you just keep thinking of a Harry Potter, that's funny. Like, I, a couple episodes, I was talking about how in Rogue, we had read Rogue One reviews, and my dad still thinks that Rogue One's like the Polar Express because he saw Peter crushing. <laughs> but I don't know. From shit to the stars, though, like that's that would have been a good thing if they had a had a had a shovel. Maybe when this movie goes through like the bone or uh the special editions they'll cgi the broom to a shovel (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. but oh my god anything about broom boy do you have any thoughts about like i still don't quite know how i feel about broom boy um and that's i'm probably never gonna be quite sure how i feel about that scene but yeah, look, they just, <laughs> they can't show him shoveling shit. Although that would have been <laughs> freaking hilarious. Shoveling something like dirt or um, rocks or, I don't know, something. I, a thing though that I've always thought, because you know how like they were like reenacting that scene of like Luke? Yeah. People are like, oh, like that must have happened like months later or years later. I think that happened like probably days later or something. I just think that these children or one of them like felt this through, felt it through the force that something big had happened. And they were like, all right, this is happening. Like this is Luke Skywalker. Like he's going to save everything or he saved everyone. But I think it's interesting. A lot of people have like different opinions about that. But I just thought I'd share my like conspiracy theory on broom boy but no i thought that was a cool scene i like the broom boy i want that ring i want rose's ring i want the whole movie i just want i want to own it i want to be able to be able to put in star wars or last jedi and at home and just like hang out make myself a burrito or not a burrito i don't make myself burritos i'm not that talented like a sandwich or get some chips and just hang out on my couch with my dog and watch star wars but if i were talented i would make myself a burrito or make bread because emily makes bread i do make it always bread. looks so fucking good whenever you make it how much talent do you think it takes to make a burrito a lot of talent. No, because anyone can make a burrito, but it has to be good. 
Like you have to be able to have like good ingredients and put love into it and like have like really good tortillas. Like it, it takes a lot. <laughs> I don't know. But uh thank you, Turbo, for the email. Yes, thank you for writing us. Oh, and then we have two more voicemails. Yeah, okay. First up is from King Tom. <laughs> I can't wait. Hey there, Emily and Brittany. King Tom here. Happy New Year. So you're looking for wish lists for 2018 or what it is. Yeah, it's 2018. I got, I got to practice and get that right because I get the <laughs> year wrong all the time. What I want next year for Star Wars is more Star Wars. Um, yeah, I want Last Jedi on, on home video, even though I'm probably going to be seeing in the theater a few more times if I can before leaves theaters. I, I want Han Solo. I want Han Solo to be well received. I mean, I, I have a feeling I'm going to like it. I'm predisposed to liking it, but I want people to like it. I want it to do well. Uh, I don't want it to do well where they're like, okay, Han Solo 2 and Han Solo 3. I want them to do new things and new characters with these spinoffs. Although I wouldn't consider a Donald Glover led Lando spinoff a, a spinoff. But you know what I mean. I, I, I want it to do well enough to the point where they're Disney is like, okay, let's let them do whatever they want. Um, but as far as that, uh, other than that, um, things, like I want more books. We don't really know that many books that are coming out this next year. I think, the, you know, there's going to be the Han Solo and Last Jedi adaptations. Not much other than that. Comics, yeah, slated comics that are coming out are, are okay. Um, TV shows, we don't know anything about. I want to know what's going to be after Rebels. Uh, personally, I would like, and I think it's now, you know, that Episode Nine is ahead of us. Last Jedi is, at, you know, behind us. I think now they could start telling the stories that took place between uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. I, th I think something like that should be fine. Um, but I, I, I want, I want them to introduce new characters that open doors to other periods or other areas of Star Wars to kind of lead up to this whole idea of Ryan Johnson's showing us something we haven't seen before. Um, of course, I, I want what we have right now, the characters we have right now, but I also want something new. I, I want to see characters like the Rogue One crew, um, Mendo, Dr. Afra, Sabine. Um, I want to see the more about them outside of, you know, Afra's kind of relegated comics. Rogue One, well, it was the Rogue One movie. Uh, but in incorporate them in other areas. So, I don't know. What I want from Star Wars in 2018? Simple. More Star Wars. And, you know, I, I, I want all of my friends out there to do well, to find things in Star Wars they enjoy, and I want um, those who do things like podcast for us, I want, I want them to do well and have a sense of accomplishment and know that they're doing something for the rest of us. So thank you for what you guys are doing. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for the great show, and thank you for listening, and I'll talk with you guys later. Wow. Thanks, King Tom. I wonder if he just records it like one take or does like numerous takes. Because whenever I send voicemails to podcasts, which is rarely, rarely, it takes me a long time because I have to like write down what I'm going to say 
And then, you know, I might have distractions. Like sometimes I try to record him when I'm at work and sometimes the phone rings. But oh my God, like his voicemails are always the best. Yeah. Amazing King Tom. And and we didn't really touch on the next animated show at all, but I do hope that I mean, I, I sort of I feel a lot like Tom does, which is I I want to see more of all these characters we already have, but I also want new things. Yeah, me too. And I do think he's right that now that now that the last Jedi is out and we know what happened to Luke, we can start to get more of those post Return of the Jedi stories. Yeah. I agree. Like, you know, he said in the very beginning that he just wants more Star Wars. And that's, you know, like, the more the merrier. But, man, animated series. I can't even think of what they're probably going to do with that. Probably something... I'm trying to think. Probably, like, something, like, kind of after the events of... Or before The Force Awakens. Like, maybe, like, some First Order shit. I don't know. Maybe some animated hooks. <laughs> animated hugs. I could get behind animated hugs. Me too. Get Donald Gleason or how, what's his name again? Donald something long. That's Gleason, right? Yeah. Actor. Dom Domnall Gleason. A nice name. I like his beard. He has a nice beard in his picture. Well, right, we have one more. We have a voicemail from Rusty. Do you have any idea? Yeah. Okay, that's worried. <laughs> it's not bad. Cancel Vikings fans, I think I'm here at a, a slot 47. It's broken, and I think somebody needs to come take a look at it. And I need you to call security because there's some drunk guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. But, uh, Rusty, if, if you want to call in a slot machine that's not working, there's two letters and there's two numbers so if you see like a QA and 12 that's Quebec Alpha 12 so if you call back saying that a machine's broken say what's wrong with it like is it the BA is it bill no credit like you need to actually be descriptive like with what's wrong with it like come on Russ no I'm kidding that was cute <laughs> He was showing that off to my mom the other night. He's like, look what I did. And mom's like, that's really creative, Rusty. Wow. I mean, I have to say, the sound effects were a nice, were a nice touch. Well. Well, <laughs> overall, <laughs> I would just say I hope everybody has an awesome 2018. And I'm looking forward to keeping on doing the podcast. I hope you guys keep listening to us. 
And I hope that we have lots of like fun, exciting Star Wars things to talk about all year long. Yeah, me too. Like, I can't wait to talk to Emily every week and talk Star Wars and to hear from you guys or you listeners and, you know, making new friends, like gaining new listeners, getting new friends and, you know, like having just everyone enjoy and like enjoy Star Wars and enjoy our podcast, like a, a nice little community. Like, I think that'll be it's, it's a fun time and fun, positive area. 10 out of 10 would recommend to all my friends. But I hope that everyone has a safe uh, New Year's. I hope you guys have a great 2018. And, yeah. Just. Yeah. If if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can email us, cantobitepod at gmail.com, like we did today. If you want to send us audio files, that's fine. Or just email so we can read out. We are on Twitter. Uh, Canto Bite Pod. You can always, you know, reach out to us there. Uh, you know, we try to post at least a couple times during the week as stuff happens. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter personally at EF Lind. That's at EF L I N D. Where can they find you, Brittany? You can find me on Twitter as Canto Brit. Alrighty. Um, if you, you know, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. If you use that or, you know, uh, follow us on SoundCloud, anything that sort of helps us get the podcast out there a little bit more makes us happy. So please do that. And we love you all and happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. Bye.